Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Fresh and Friendly Farms. We're going to go ahead and talk about a lot of things about fall planning for your garden in this episode today. I hope you have your cup of coffee and you're nice and comfy because it's going to be a long one. It's a lot of things that I want to go through, a lot of seeds that I want to go over with you, what I'm planting, when I'm planting it, and how I'm planting it. But before we get to that, I wanted to talk about a few other things today about planting and knowing your garden zone and your frost dates. It's probably the most important tool that you're going to use as a gardener is knowing your zone and your frost dates. So one way you can do it is just go on um, the computer or whatever. And I use the site garden.org and you just put in your zip code and it will tell you your location, your zone, and when your zone was established because there was a zone change around 1990 where the maps changed and I would have been a completely different zone if that never happened. So make sure you're seeing when that zone was established. Also on the same website, you can find out your um, frost dates for the spring and for the fall. Um, My first frost date for the fall is falling around November 12th this year. Um, So what you would do is just count the days from now until November 12th. And that's how many days you have left to plant um, your next garden until your first frost date. Now, most of the things that you're going to be planting in your fall garden can withstand the frost, um, and some of them actually do better in the cooler climates. Um, A hard frost is questionable. Sometimes after that, your garden is just done. But, you know, you take it day by day, and you see how long you can extend that growing season. Now, that's just a general idea. it's not exact to the date. You kind of have to just pay attention to your weather and follow your weather for your zone and use your own judgment. Um, this past spring, I had a really late frost that we didn't even think was going to happen, but it did, and it pushed the garden back about a week or so. So it's always using your best judgment and finding out what works for you best. Um, The other things I wanted to talk about before we get into our seeds is what are we planting them in? This year, um, right now I have my summer garden in the ground. Um, For the fall, I did purchase a small 10 by 20 um, greenhouse, high tunnel, whatever you want to call it. There are windows on the side that roll up and there's a door in the front and there's a door in the back so that those can be opened and allow for circulation of air. Uh, I am putting that up probably the end of August, beginning of September, and we are putting raised beds inside of that high tunnel. I'm not going to be needing any trellises, so I plan on putting um, money aside to invest in 
cattle panels for my chalices for the spring garden next year. Um, I, I tried to do a bamboo trellis system this year and I'm just really not liking how it's working out especially with all the rain that we've been getting so far it's not holding up the way I had hoped to so next garden season for the spring summer garden I'll be investing in the cattle panels in the raised beds and I believe that'll be a much better system I'm also going to invest in drip irrigation for the high tunnels since I don't really want to get in there and water with the hose and it's better for you to be watering underneath and not getting all the leaves wet because that's when fungus disease starts to set in and you don't want that. Um, so a drip irrigation system, I'm actually going to get the one on Haas Tools. If you go to their website, they have the whole system for sale. Um, I'm sorry, I can't remember off the top of my head how much it is. I think it's like $189 or something like that. Um, really not that bad for everything that you're getting. Haas Tools um, also sells, you know, other farm equipment, gardening equipment, and seeds as well. So you might want to check them out when you're starting to plan for your garden. Um, which leads me to um, another question that I got asked. Where do I get my seeds from? There's a couple of sites that I go to and more than, you know, the cost or the price is the story behind the seeds. I, I guess I'm kind of just that way where I like to know the story behind it, the people who, you know, preserved it for all those years, you know, the big romantic story like that. Um, one of the main places that I get from is M.I. Gardner. He is, um, he established it around 2014, him and his wife, Luke and Cindy. Um, they just wanted to provide seeds for people to grow food. And their dream was open a seed store, and that's what they did. And they're, they're very successful. Most of their seeds are 99 cents. I mean, really, how could you go wrong with 99 cents seeds? And I've used them for a while, and they are wonderful seeds they produce. I uh, never really had a problem with any of them. So you can also find them on um, YouTube. He has a YouTube channel, uh, Twitter, um, Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook. He's on all those social platforms. Check him out. Good people, good story, good product. Um, I also use Baker's Creek. Um, they're out of Missouri. And... Um, they have one of the largest selections, I think, of 20th century um, heirloom seeds. And um, it's like many Asian and European varieties as well. So there's a lot of seeds and they are, you know, very well priced, but they're all heirloom, which to me, like I said, I like the story. That's important to me. Um, Baker Creek also has, you know, big gatherings and they just do a lot of great stuff. They were featured in New York Times, um, Oprah Magazine, Martha Stewart. So you can go on their website and you can actually request a free catalog and they'll send you their, their shortened version of their catalog. 
and it's just first of all an awesome layout great artwork it's it's pretty that's all i can say and they also have um cookbooks as well um and i know that one of the cookbooks is a vegan cookbook so if you're a vegan and you're looking for some awesome recipes by awesome people check them out and every time you order from them you get a free seed packet and it's always a surprise what it is it's like getting a gift with a gift so um they're pretty cool check them out and the other one i use is um seed saver exchange um this is diane and kent in iowa and they first used the first seeds that they used were from diane's grandparents that they brought over from bavaria um to start the seed saver exchange and today they have over 20,000 plant varieties and they're in Iowa. So you could check them out. They always have a bunch of great seeds. Um, shipping is awesome. They get here quick and they're, you know, very fairly priced as well. You know, I like to support good people and I, I care about how, how they affect the community. And, you know, it's just, it's a community that I, can honestly tell you probably 15 years ago I would have never seen myself being a part of but I'm so glad that I am today um you know I watch a lot of YouTube that's how I learn a lot of things about gardening and homesteading and animals and um a couple of, there's three main channels that I really watch and and I enjoy so the first one is um Roots and Refuge Farm with Jess and Maya. They um, they have six kids. They live on a homestead in Arkansas. And um, they have a huge, beautiful garden. And they added to their gardens this year. They have multiple gardens now. And just watching them go from, you know, their first YouTube video to where they are now, it's been such an exciting journey to watch them with and they're just good people and they're down to earth and she shares her you know her triumphs as well as her mistakes and it's it's good to learn from them she's a good teacher um she actually just put out a book that you can pre-order on amazon i think it's coming out in february i pre-ordered mine yesterday i really can't wait to watch it um to read it and you know, she has her YouTube channel. She's also on Instagram, and there's a Roots and Refuge Facebook page, I believe. But I have, honestly, direct messaged her a couple of times, and she's answered. So, you know, she's a real person. She's, she's a nice person, and she's very knowledgeable. So if you have the opportunity, check them out on YouTube. Um, the other channel that I watch religiously is Coghill Farm. First of all, they make me smile. They just make me laugh. Good people. It's Jason, Brooke, and their daughter, Mary Carl. She is the chicken whisperer. That, that little girl is so knowledgeable and amazing about chickens. And her passion for it is so inspiring that... I think she deserves her own YouTube channel, but, um, just good people. They live in Alabama and, um, 
You know, they have chickens and turkeys and peacocks and ducks and geese and quail. And I think now they have pheasants. And they just got an emu. Um, It's great. They have, you know, the farm bosses, Peaches the Pig. Um, They have some goats. So I watch them a lot. Um, They're actually kidding right now, I believe. And so their dairy videos will be coming out real soon. And I'm really interested to see those. Um, And then just recently... I started watching the Holler Homestead with Meg and Ben and um, their kids. And they are inspiring. And I can kind of relate to them in a way. They were from suburbia, you know, in California. And one day they were just like done. They wanted to be debt free. They wanted to live, you know, the homestead life. So they sold their house, paid off all their debt got in their RV and traveled across the United States to find the perfect homestead for their family. And they wound up in North Carolina on this beautiful piece of property. Um, And they're expecting another baby fairly soon, I believe. And, you know, they're real people. They show their triumphs as well as their mistakes as well. And it's really fun watching them because... They're fairly new to the homesteading game on this level. So to watch them and and learn from them and learn with them is just an awesome experience. So, you know, it's, like I said, just a great community to be a part of. So without further ado, I'm going to go through my seed lineup for the Fall Garden. Now, I have great expectations. I have a lot of seeds that I want to plant. Excuse me, but I don't have the room for it. And I know that in my head that I don't have the room for all this stuff, but still a small part of me insists that I'll find room somewhere. So the first one is um, the red burgundy onions. I'm also going to plant some American flag leek, Southport white globe onions, We're going to do some Romanesco broccoli as well as, well as, you know, just some regular broccoli. And then we're going to do Long Island Brussels sprouts. Now, you guys, like I said, I live on the north shore of Long Island. I have tried to grow these Brussels sprouts numerous times and it has not worked for me. I don't understand why, because you would think that Long Island in the name of the seed would mean that I could grow it here on Long Island, but I have failed three times. But, you know, I never learn to just maybe that's not my thing, so I'm going to try it again. Um, I'm also going to do early snowball cauliflower, some Bloomsdale spinach, And we're going to do some noble giant spinach, some buttercrunch butterhead lettuce. We're going to do some purple Vienna kohlrabi, Um, some endive, some Swiss chard. And then we're going to do some Russian red kale, some radicchio, Um, Oregon giant snow peas. 
white Vienna kohlrabi, thousand head kale, which get huge. I can't wait for those. Um, tango leaf lettuce, some freckle romaine lettuce, blue curled scotch kale, mammoth red rock cabbage, red acre cabbage, some savoy cabbage, some collards, and we're also going to do some purple plum radish, some white turnips, atomic red carrots, dark uh, red Detroit beets, and we're gonna do some Joan rutabagas. That is a very long list, I know, in my 10 by 20 garden, but I'm thinking of maybe adding another garden in the back of the property for root vegetables. So we'll see. I don't know. Everything is day by day here on this farm. So um, that's going to be it for today, you guys. And, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. This was my first, like, topic podcast. And I was really nervous about it but i feel really comfortable talking to all of you so thanks for hanging out with me today and hopefully i'll catch you on the next one